Hey folks and welcome to another episode of the Mountain Bikes Apart podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about anything mountain biking from trail guides and skills up to equipment and uh, all sorts of things you need when you get out on your bike. And as you know, if you've been listening regularly for the last few weeks, uh, in fact more than a few weeks, isn't it? About six or seven episodes now we've done on a season around how to customise your bike, how to make sure your bike suits you uh, the best way possible in terms of fit, in terms of types of components, in terms of the, the type of spec you might want for your level of riding. So as usual, I'm Colin Gray and I'm joined by Tom, Tom Bell. How are you doing, Tom? Hey, Colin. Good to speak to you. How's things? Very well, thanks. Very well. How's your week been so far? Good, thank you. Yeah, um, enjoying the heat wave that we've got. And um, like you were just saying before we came on, it's uh, it's roasting across the UK, um, which yeah. we're not very equipped for. Yeah. Uh, we tend to moan about it a bit when it gets too hot, but it's certainly better than the uh, lack of summer that we've had, I think, <laughs> <True>. recently. <laughs> yeah, I was moaning about it, wasn't I? I was just saying I have to close the windows so that we can record this, otherwise I get cars and seagulls and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Um, but I'm now about to start uh, sweating profusely. So yeah, if you're listening too. and you uh, you want that nice image in your head of me uh, sweating away in the room, then yeah, <laughs> just glad to put that there. <laughs> but anyway, um, what have you been up to this week, Tom? Anything exciting? Uh, I was actually uh, up in Scotland um, in uh, on uh, Glasgow on the uh, Cathkin Brays um, Commonwealth Games mountain bike track. Oh, it was perfect. the um, British National Championships. So uh, I was up there competing in that. Um, and it was actually at the time it was freezing cold, uh, windy and rainy. So, uh, it's nice that the uh, weather's come around a bit now. That sounds more like Scotland, of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it, I mean, it didn't rain too bad, but it was definitely on the, uh, on the chilly side. Yes. A lot of people, uh, bundled up. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's a good trail. Actually, I was, uh, I, uh, cycled there once for a Scottish cross country series race, mm-hmm. but a couple of years ago, it was the only time I've ever been there. But I enjoyed it. It's um, it's quite flat for a mountain bike trail, isn't it? Because it's yeah, it's it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't a great deal of elevation apart no. from on the sort of far side where there's the uh, the, the main kind of climb. But yeah. again, it wasn't it wasn't particularly steep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the track they laid out uh, for the national championships championships was a uh, very technical. Um, it was scaring quite a few people. I think really. Um, yeah, they threw in. They obviously had the stuff. Um, the main kind of features that they use for the Commonwealth Games, but also yeah. they, I think they threw in a few uh, unexpected little bits as well, which with it sort of raining a little bit, it made it a bit greasy and uh, a lot more tricky, certainly. Yeah, I, I remember it being, yeah, there was definitely a few really technical bits. In fact, there was one downhill I remember um, coming up to the very first lap and actually stopping dead because mm. it was like what <laughs> um, and I think I managed it after the second lap but yeah I remember running down the first one and then looking back up at it so I could get an idea of what I was going to do the next time yeah. but yeah it was uh, slightly terrifying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I think a few people this weekend had that experience <laughs> how did you get on at the race uh, I finished sixth um, so you know for the elite national championships that was um, that was okay that was good cool. that was good I was happy certainly um, yeah. I got a really good start and um, and then the chain came off <laughs> the front ring right on the start <laughs> loop so so I went from about fourth to, to last oh, geez. Uh, which was which was uh, not ideal but yeah. had good legs on the day so managed to work my way back through the field and yeah. um, just made a mistake on the fifth of seven laps um, to let sort of fifth place get away really um, but yeah, I mean, all the, all the guys that finished ahead of me are 
have been to you know Commonwealth Games or the World Championships yeah. or and uh, Grant Ferguson who uh, who won the race is going to the Olympics in Rio so yeah, it yeah. was a pretty pretty stacked field so I'm yeah. happy to get sixth certainly yeah. good stuff congratulations thank you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, let's get to the topic for today, which is continuing the season. A little bit of a side route today. Um, no, it's still related, but um, I think, yeah, maybe slightly different. And mm. we're going to be talking about your gear. So what's in your bag? Uh, the, sort of the connection here is about the tools, isn't it? It's about the adjustment. So we've talked a lot yeah. about about your gears, about your brakes, about, you know, everything to do with your bike and all of that can be adjusted to a great degree at home. Obviously, you want to set it up as best you can when you're at home, but there's going to be some on-the-trail adjustments mm. as well, in which case you need a, t- a multi-tool, you need, um, you know, even repairs and stuff like that. You might need tire levers, chain tool, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to talk about the type of bag that you can use out on a trail to carry this stuff and what's going to be in your bag. Um, something I've talked about a while back in the podcast, a couple of years ago, but definitely worth revisiting, I think. So, ready to get into it? Yeah, certainly, definitely. There's a lot to, uh, I think, a lot to cover and a lot yeah. to, to chat about. Good stuff. Okay, so the bag first. What kind of yeah. bag do you use? Yeah, so I think there's there's a couple of ways you can sort of carry all these all these spares and the tools that we, we're talking about. Um, one of the probably the most common that you see, especially sort of with people starting out, is the, is the saddle bag, which you can get. You know, you can get expensive ones, but you can also get fairly cheap ones as well. And um, I think that's the sort of first way that people think of carrying those kind of basic um, spares and tools with them uh, on the bike. By a saddlebag, do you mean one of the little bags that goes underneath your saddle, like a wee uh, straps around the seat post and attaches to the bottom of the saddle? Yeah, exactly. So there are a few, you know, exactly you can strap them, um, you know, around the rails of the saddle or sometimes they have a kind of clip that f- uh, f- uh, fixes to the saddle and then hmm. the uh, saddlebag clips into there. There's a few sort of uh, ways to mount it, but yeah, that's ex- yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah something thing, that yeah. typically would carry a, a multi-tool or an inner tube um, and, you know, maybe some some loose change and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it gives you enough room for the, the basics mm. at least. What, what would you tend to have in your saddlebag then? Yeah, so basically... <laughs> They they range in size, so some of them are some of them are you know very big and uh, uh, you know rattle around quite a lot and look a bit cumbersome and that. But you can get some uh, fairly small ones that sit quite nicely uh, under the saddle. They're not too um, they're not too obtrusive. And yeah. generally, in those ones, you've only got uh, enough space to kind of fit a inner tube and something to. Uh, maybe blow the tire up with so um, a co2 canister yeah um, as well as everything else you might need to fix a, f- a flat or so a tire lever maybe a little puncture repair kit something like that yeah cool yeah my wee saddlebag um i tend to use that just for if i'm going for a ride around the, um close to the house so i've just got away from the house and up to the forest up the hill maybe i'll just yeah. stick that on and all i'll have is yeah an inner tube like you say a multi-tool a couple of tire levers and a repair kit I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. and I've never really used the CO2 types actually I, I tend to put a pump in my pocket on my and my shorts I've got a good pair of enduro shorts enduro shorts sorry that have a, a good back pocket that can fit yeah. pump in so yeah that's quite handy but yeah, yeah that's all you would generate. I think the um, I think the pump is generally the uh, the best way to go the CO2s 
while they're convenient, they're not, you know, they're, they're a fairly expensive solution if you go through them a fair, you know, a fair whack. And yeah. uh, they're not always super reliable if you just sort of blow, get, you know, get it wrong and really? and blow blow it into the air, you're, you're stuffed really. So <laughs> even if you do take a, 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 a CO2 canister and a little uh, inflator head, it's always good to uh, to carry a pump as well as a bit of a backup, oh, which backup, begs the yeah. question of whether you should just take a pump yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I suppose it saves you, uh, what, like uh, two, three minutes to pump up the tyre? Yeah, something like that and a bit of effort. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not... Uh, it's probably best to take a, you, I mean, you can get some very small pumps nowadays that yeah. do a fairly good job of uh, inflating a, a reasonably sized tire. You know, it'll get you home certainly. So, yeah. 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 So I, I, that's kind of the basics, isn't it? I, I wouldn't, I would definitely only take that for a, a short ride. Like if mm-hmm. I'm going out an hour, I, so I could get home by carrying the bike or pushing it yeah. at least if yeah. I had to. Because um, you can get away with most repairs with that. Well, not most. You can get away with a lot of adjustments repairs with a multi-tool and obviously mm-hmm. the tyres, though. It's that most common, isn't it? But um, So, yeah, next up the level, though, is actually taking a bag maybe for a longer ride, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah what, it is. Uh, what um, kind of options so we got there? Whether that's like a, a regular backpack or a, um, a hydration pack, which is essentially a modified backpack where you can put, you know, a reservoir or a a bladder in there with a mm-hmm. um, with a little drinking tube so that's a good yeah. that's a good way to carry your spares as well as not have to kind of put a bottle and a bottle cage on the bike as well um and they've obviously got a lot more space so you can uh, you can pile some more stuff in there for as as exactly as you said you know the longer longer type of ride where you're not a 10 minute <laughs> a 10 minute walk from home yeah, yeah. so what, what what do you think's the next most important part uh, or most important tool. What would you take next? Other than other than the stuff to to uh, you know a multi tool and to and to fix a, um, a flat tire. I mean, if if the multi tool doesn't have a, a chain tool on there, then mm-hmm. definitely probably a chain tool is a is a good a good one to go yeah, for. Sure. Just because I, I would say snap chains are they're, they're not suit they're not common, um, but it can uh, it can really sort of snooker your ride a little bit, and uh, it's probably the most common after these kind of other ones like the you know, the yeah. tire tire going flat or uh, something some sort of uh, something slipping if it's not tightened up and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 the one that even though it's not that common, it's not a huge tool to take along with you, is it? No, no, especially not in a um, in a, a backpack which is of yeah. uh, you know reasonable size. Yeah, um, yeah. So. I actually, I've I've had a, I do have about two or three different multi tools. It's, it's the kind of thing you go to the shop and you end up buying just because they're shiny new things to yeah, someone yeah. to spend your money on. Um, and you get some with decent little chain tools on them, but you get a lot where uh, they have a chain tool, but actually it's next to useless, isn't it? Mm. Have you ever, I, I've I've tried using chain tools on a multi tool before and discovered that they just don't do a thing. <laughs> yeah, me too, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so actually, if I'm on a decent ride, I tend to stick in my proper chain tool, like the my um, you know, my standalone chain tool, which is a lot yeah. bigger, a bit heavier, but you know, it's not so heavy that you can't take it for a two or three hour ride. No, exactly. And when you've got it, when you've got it on a backpack, um, if you've got, a f- uh, you know, some water in there as well, and it's, it's already relatively heavy, then, uh, you probably won't notice that additional, additional tool in there. And sometimes if you, if you're riding some steep trails and that kind of thing, and you're used to having a backpack on, um, a little bit of weight on the back is, uh, sometimes a good thing in terms of just making you feel a bit, uh, you know, getting the weight back on the bike and helping. Yeah. 
helping that kind of uh, handling side of things. Yeah, true, true. Cool. Okay, so chain tool. Anything else? Have you ever taken any other tools along? Um, it's been a while since I've uh, since I've used a backpack actually, but um, I guess uh, going on from a regular pump, sometimes taking a shock pump, especially if you've um, like we were talking about, just you know building your bike and customizing your bike for the first time. Sometimes. Yeah you won't always get your settings correct and you'll uh, five, five or 10 minutes into a ride sort of find that, um, you know, things aren't to your liking. So, uh, a shock pump to, to pump the, get the pressure right mm. in the, in the rear shock and the forks is, uh, sometimes a good bet. Yeah. 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 I think the, the stuff that I've, so there was once we did a coast to coast ride, which is about four days long. Mm-hmm. And that was when I started thinking about proper, like being days away. Well, not days. I mean, you're maybe four or five hours away from, um, from villages and stuff. Like this yeah. was north of Scotland. So it's really quite remote, like some places where it would have to be uh, somebody walking to get to you because it's along, <laughs> yeah. along um, walking trails and stuff like that. There's no roads anywhere nearby. And that's when I started thinking properly about, you know, the stuff that, that balance between weight and things that can really screw up your mm. <laughs> your day. Um, one of them, so we ended up taking uh, derailers actually between us. We had at least one derailer. There was three of us went. We had one spare derailer just mm-hmm. in case that exploded because at least um, two of us out of the three, I think, had had an exploded derailer at some point in our yeah, nightmare in our lives. Uh, we took the chain tool. Obviously, we took it. I think we took at least one spare chain between us. Uh, set of cables. Cables seemed a good idea just because, you know, I've hardly ever had a, a snapped cable or anything like that mm. for gears. Um, but they're so light, so easy. Yeah. And I just thought that, you know, if they slip out and you start becoming frayed and stuff like that, it becomes a bit of a pain. So just for the sake of the extra weight of a cable, we ended up taking a few of them. But other than that, I think that was about it, actually. We didn't take any other big stuff. Mm. Um, had a pair of pliers between us so that was just for snipping oh that was for, a good shout I think yeah for yeah. Hold, like for holding cables you know tightening them up if needed but I think that was about it really so we had that wasn't much weight and even if it's just one of you just yourself mm. that's, there's not much extra weight in all of those bits to take if you're going on a much longer ride but again yeah it's pretty much um, it's like a you'll need them one in 50 rides or something like that so it's whether it was worth the weight at the time yeah, exactly. It's really easy to get, you know, optimistic and think, oh, well, this has never happened before or, yeah. you know, uh, it, this never happened. This never really <laughs> happens, but it's sod's law that it's going to happen when you're in your, you know, like you say, you're in the most isolated um, place or yes. in some bad weather and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And um, that, I think that's actually a really good idea. If you're doing something uh, multi-day is to take um, a spare derailleur and stuff like that because you know generally speaking compared to your multi-tool and that kind of thing that you take out on a short ride you know it's it's a fair amount of extra weight but especially on a multi-day or a, a multi-hour um or, you know a, a full day ride or or a multi-day ride that's certainly um gonna save your uh yeah. save your ass a if you're uh, out there in the uh in the middle of nowhere saves you turning your bike into a fixie or uh, sorry a, a single speed and uh, yeah exactly actually thinking about it a um a, a mech hanger would be another good to, you know good point good, yeah good thing to uh to throw in there just because you know that's the whole point of them as we know is designed to that's designed to snap rather than the frame so um yeah. if 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 that goes kaput then 
certainly want a spare so you can uh, put the rear derailleur back on and yeah. have some gears yes actually I, I remember a story of a friend of mine who was on quite a long ride did exactly that bashed into a rock uh, on a downhill I think still hours mm. away from home nowhere near roads or anything like that um, bashed a rock on his uh, rear hanger and yeah totally bent it so it was mm. just way out of place and he ended up taking it off and he was spending he had to spend about an hour bashing it straight with a rock yeah <laughs> so he found another rock a big rock and a small rock uh, bashing this hanger between the two to try and get it straightened up um, otherwise yeah he wasn't getting anywhere but um, mm. yeah I mean, exactly yeah, it's, it's not 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 ideal not yeah. what you want to be doing on yeah. a, what was supposed <laughs> to be a nice ride exactly yes <laughs> and in that situation you can't it is possible to turn your bike into a, a single speed shortened yeah. chain and uh, as long as you've got a chain tool obviously um, but it's yeah it's not ideal <laughs> no no exactly and uh, yeah again you're relying on having a chain tool and one that's not a sort of uh, just for show on the yeah. multi-tool <laughs> um, so what about other spares then Any, anything else you take along alongside the uh, you know inner tubes yeah well again it, we're saying if we're, if we're talking about something where you're gonna you are gonna be quite isolated and it's gonna be um, a long time away from anywhere where you could sort of pick up some some basic spares then um, some some brake pads are probably a good a good shout just because again they're not they're not um, they're not heavy they're not gonna add too much weight but on those um, you know really bad weather days it's surprising how fast a pair of pads especially on the front brake can uh, can wear out you know if yeah. you've uh, been a bit optimistic and you've got your organic kind of pads in there and <laughs> they can be gone within a, an hour or two if it's you know you're riding through really um wet and gritty kind of terrain yeah. so yeah that um, counts for and, that and, counts for yeah. hydraulic and uh, sorry disc brakes and uh, v-brakes doesn't it really? yeah either i would say um and i know if, if people that kind of do um longer you know 24 hour racing or something where it's it's quite a considerable amount of time they'll often take um spare brake pads just because you're going to be uh you're not going to be uh riding with much control if they uh if they go down to yeah. the the back plate yeah the the last time i did a 24 hour race i had to change them halfway through and mm. that was mainly because we didn't even do 24 hours i was only it was a team of four so i was only doing six hours <laughs> exactly halfway. it that's uh, sometimes like i said all it takes is a couple of hours yeah. of uh not so nice weather and uh, they can yeah. be gone yeah it's the conditions isn't it and when you're some places in scotland i'm sure it's the same anywhere everywhere else uh, mm. any somewhere else that um you get these areas which where the mud is just a lot more abrasive. You get like this yeah. granite style of mud. There's certainly bits in um, on the west coast of Scotland, up in the Highlands. You get these places where the mud afterwards, like you come back in and it dries off. And if you haven't cleaned your bike, you go back out to clean it the next day, and it's actually glinting because mm. it's this <laughs> granite that's just obviously worn down into mud. But it means it's basically like sa- it's sandpaper it's like sediment, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that just goes through your bike and just. Mm absolutely wrecks it uh, yeah that that plays havoc with brake pads <laughs> exactly it's that that kind of stuff is the uh, the very worst <laughs> yeah <laughs> um we talked about chains earlier on do you ever take spare links or anything like that yeah sometimes i um i would take i would usually take uh like a quick link so the little yeah. um connector pin that you uh that you can get for uh, for a variety of chains just yeah. in case the uh it, it's a slightly easier way to just um fix a um a broken chain but to be honest taking a few extra spare sort of regular links is also good just in case you're 
um, you have to take some some out that have broken and you know that results in the chain being too short so you can just add those back in yeah um so yeah that's that's definitely a good one again for those for those longer days yeah yeah the power links have saved me in a few t- a few different times mm. just um so easy aren't they you take out one bent link or something like that and stick that back in and it just clicks together rather than having yeah to the exactly layer. really easy and yeah. to be honest i i sometimes find that they're a little bit stronger than the um i've never really been um too confident with when you uh you know connect a chain normally and you drive a sort of pin in because it's it's quite a fine art to get yeah. the pin you know not too far one <laughs> side or the other and yeah um uh, it never never fills me with uh, too much confidence that there's only sort of half a millimeter of pin uh, yeah, yeah. for you know holding the chain together and uh, and if if you get that wrong then the chain's just going to snap so yeah. at least with the the power links or the, uh, the 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 quick links that we're talking about they kind of snap together in quite a, um, a quite yeah. a confidence inspiring way yeah, yeah, and they exactly. they seem to be i think a little bit stronger sometimes yeah. than uh, than if you just drive a pin in yeah no they could be things could be things mm. um you met you've mentioned zip ties in the past as well they're yeah. uh, handy little things to have aren't they what have you used a zip tie for before yeah i think um just just when things come loose or you know sometimes I've seen people use zip ties when they've had a crash and their, let's say their brake lever, the the mount that fixes to the bar is is broken. You can kind of zip tie things on. It's uh, definitely not a good situation to be in, but if it's going to uh, get you home and help you yeah. to um, to hang on, then then all the better. Yeah. Um, and and you know, you can use them like you said. You, if you if you have to um, make the bike into a bit of a single speed affair then um, sometimes they can be used to kind of hold hold things in place. They're just generally um, a good all-round little little thing to throw in, I think. Yeah, yeah that weighs next to nothing as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And costs next to nothing. <laughs> and costs next to nothing, yeah, yeah. You can often recycle them from packaging and boxes that you yeah. get, so you don't yeah. even have to buy them if you're uh, particularly <laughs> frugal. <laughs> I've actually, I've seen um, people, in fact, I'm sure my instructor years back when I was doing my guiding qualification had, he swore by taking a little rolled off bit of gaffer tape with him everywhere. He said mm-hmm. he'd used that so many times. Like, you know, the kind of um, stringy duct tape. It's yeah, like Super yeah. sticky, super strong. Um, never a whole roll or anything, nothing so heavy, but just like rip off two meters or something and wrap mm-hmm. it around something else. Um, and he always swore by that. He said he'd used it millions of times to get him out of sticky situations. Yeah, I can imagine that's, um, it's a bit more of a um, malleable zip tie, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort exactly. of before you, you use it for kind of the same kind of thing but it would uh that's that's probably a really good tip because yeah. they're a little bit more um easy to wrap around uh different bits yeah just get like a little bit of plastic and wrap it a roll around yeah. that instead yeah. that makes it nice and light nice and small that's it yeah cool okay i think that pretty much covers it anything else you want to cover anything else you stick in your bag before we finish off well um in terms of I mean, moving away from tools just slightly, so just some good sort of rules of thumb kind of things to throw in. Just, you know, basic things like a phone so you, with, <laughs> with some charge um, so you can actually use it uh, if if you have to do. Um, some money just because the amount of times, you know, you can go out there and uh, the weather turns um, really hot. You know, you can run out of uh, fluid quite quickly. So having some money just to pop into a shop 
uh, if you get particularly dehydrated or, or or if things get a little bit more serious, you need to take a taxi or a train home and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Just just having some money on you is just a generally good um, good idea, yeah. I think. Um, and then uh, probably a rain jacket on the other side of the spectrum if the uh, if the weather turns a bit nasty, um, if you know, it's, especially when you're ascending really hills and <laughs> getting up to fairly high elevation, it can yeah. it, you know the weather can come in quite quickly. So yeah. having a having some kind of rain jacket or an extra layer is probably a good idea if you're taking a backpack. That is, it'd yeah. be quite yeah. difficult to bung that into a saddlebag. But for sure, cool. All right, no worries. Well, let's tie up there. Thanks for listening, as usual. Uh, it'd be good to hear, actually, from everybody out there. If you're listening and you have anything in your bag, every single time, someone you swear by sticking in your bag, it's got you out of a tight spot in the past, it'd be great to hear about it. <laughs> you can always email into colin at mountainbikesapart.com or tweet me at colinmcgray. Or you can get me on Snapchat at uh, the podcast host if you want to send a message that way too. Tom, you are by Tom Bell, I believe. That's correct, yeah. That's on Twitter, yeah. yeah. I should, uh, I do have a Snapchat account myself, actually, but I haven't used it ah, for, cool. for ages. Maybe it's time to fire that back up. Yeah, I've been using it for uh, logging a lot of stories and uh, sort of background how we make all the podcasts and everything like that. So do a bit of mountain biking stuff on there too, actually. Ah, cool. Every time cool. I might, I'll check it out, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, be good to hear from anybody. If you're out there, you've got someone in your bag, you've got little tips and stuff that you take with you that's saved you, then do send it in. It'd be great to hear from you. Otherwise, let's tie it up there. Good to speak to you again, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Colin. Uh, good to chat through that. And uh, I'll speak to you on the next episode. Indeed. All right. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.